part of the problem with smoking is that I get really bad dry mouth. <laughs> so, what was I just saying? You've been smoking the devil's blood, <laughs> is what saying. Sanus Lapidus. Welcome to the Mickey Mouse Greenhouse. I'm KK. And I'm Wiggles. And we're here to review Disney Channel original movies. DCOMs. To see if they get a puff or a pass from us in 2020. And today is a super special edition of the Mickey Mouse Greenhouse. Because today we are bringing you the DCOM that changed the game. The DCOM that launched the careers of several Disney and post-Disney stars. And for a lot of people, was the first movie to, like, really cement the idea of, like, the Disney Channel original movie star. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is High School Musical. Whoa! I could have I done that a lot louder, but I realized <clears throat> the microphone picks up a lot. It's okay. Well, we'll add it in post. <laughs> Well, we won't. This is, this is a low production value we? podcast here at the Mickey Mouse Greenhouse. But we're going to give you High School Musical. And honestly, this decom just was so special. And the reason why we chose it initially is because for a lot of students across the country, they would be graduating around this time. I work for a school district, and, like, our seniors' last day was um, this past Friday, the 29th. And so, this just goes out to all of our graduates, even though there's not, like, a graduation in this movie. It feels, like, very high school. And so, we wanted to just, like, honor that time and, like, celebrate these grads. (laughs) Yeah, it feels very high school and very 2006 which I didn't know... Oh, 2000, 2008, excuse me. Six? 2000, I thought it was 2008. Hold uh, up, everyone. Quick <laughs> quick Wikipedia search. Donate $5. <laughs> 2006. <laughs> I was right the first time. So it is a very 2006 feeling movie as far as the haircuts, the fashion choices, the music choices... But the technology, the technology. Oh my God! How can I take, forget the technology? But all around, a very fun decom, and a lot of great performances all the way around. Some from the people that you're expecting, and some from the people that you don't. So, how about we jump straight into the synopsis? Wiggles, you want to take it away from here? Yeah. Thanks so much, KK. So. We are so excited to dive into this. So we are first introduced to Gabriella and Troy, our two main characters, at a New Year's Eve party. So they look like they're at some resort or something for the holidays. And there's a New Year's Eve party for 18 and under at wherever they're at. And neither of them actually want to go to this New Year's Eve party, but both of their respective moms, like, dragged them there drug drug them there and (laughs) so troy wanted to play basketball with his dad gabriella was reading and both her moms are like no you're going and so they're at this party and both are like early 2000s teen uncomfy and 
there's some karaoke and I don't know who this like MC or DJ or whatever he was I don't know who he is but he like grabbed them both and like forced them on this stage and they had to do a duet together and they ended up having some like insane chemistry they like do their song and they're chatting and they're like wow we're kind of like into each other but the clock strikes midnight it looks like they're gonna kiss but then Gabriella's like hold up gotta go wish my mom happy new year's and so they put each other's contacts in their phone and this is where it's like very 2006 because like they take a picture of someone and like create a contact and like the phones like she had like a razor right yeah and so they put their number in each other's phones and two weeks later we're back at school like winter break has ended and Troy is at East High in Albuquerque, New Mexico and he's in his drama class and all of a sudden he sees Gabriella and turns out Gabriella's mom got a job transfer and now she's going to East High so Troy's like hold up that's the girl and he like calls the contact in his phone her phone starts going off in class everyone is like getting detention because their phones are going off and Miss Darfus, um, their teacher, their drama teacher was like losing her shit. Either way, <laughs> the two um, meet up after class and they like have this little, almost like a second meet cue, you know, like they had like their first interaction at New Year's Eve and this is like another like very cute moment. And Troy's pumped, Gabriella is pumped. Things are looking good for them. <laughs> Things are looking good, although they do have to do with the little thing of them being in detention. While Troy is really happy that he now has this new potential boo thing, Ooh. Uh, his best friend Chad is a little worried because he feels that their team, the Wildcats, go Wildcats, are Wildcats. capable of going to the championship. Mm -hmm. And his dad is the most aggro coach. Oh my gosh, so aggro. And by the way, you just used the word aggro. It's 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 an abbreviation. KK and I were playing Scrabble last night and I tried to use aggro as a word and he had said, No, that's, that's not an a abbreviation. word. <laughs> but he let me keep it because he loves me. <laughs> so as we have talked about earlier, the Scrabble Saturday Chronicles continue on the Mickey Mouse Greenhouse, and I just need y'all to call in and let Wiggles know that she cheats at Scrabble. Okay. That she doesn't know the rules of Scrabble. She could Here learn the go. rules of Scrabble, <laughs> but instead she just gets upset at me calling her out on breaking the rules or making moves within the rules that she doesn't like. He's not wrong. <laughs> that is all factual. I'm not even going to fight you on it. <laughs> and what I'm trying to say is I don't care what the rules are. I understand them. I just don't think they're nice. <laughs> so, back to East High. <laughs> so, we should talk about Sharpay and Ryan. We will talk about okay, Sharpay and cool. Ryan. There's so much so fun. I love them. Sharpay is the... Queen of the Drama Club. Played and I by say Ashley queen because she is definitely not sharing her throne with Ryan. Ryan is 
her twin like, brother. Like the prince, like like the squire, maybe yeah. somebody who's slightly beneath the queen, but also has their own power in the drama club. But Ryan is her twin brother, and they have a very weird relationship that is very close. But I don't how do you say it? Um, Go ahead they're the big say. theater kids, and they're all over the auditions. They're like basically telling people to get the fuck out, and you know that they should never try out for anything dramatic ever again because they suck. But people let them rock because they are really good and really entertaining. But um, they get really intimidated when they see. Troy starts to hit it off with Gabriella because Sharpay has a little crush on Troy. Oh, wow. I totally forgot that storyline. And trying to get Troy to join the drama club because he's the most popular boy in school. Wow. You're right. Wow. I forgot that whole part. So, <laughs> Sharpay already has it out for Gabriella as soon as she comes in. And when she finds out that Gabriella is also pretty smart, she just starts to hate on her even more. Meanwhile, Troy is trying to balance sneakily signing up for the tryouts for the school play with his obligations to the basketball team. And you really need to understand, like, his obligations to the basketball team are fucking huge. He's very, like, ball is life. Yeah, he has to be ball is life. (laughs) Like, his dad is ball is life. His dad is the coach of the team. He's the he's the playmaker. He's the guy who, you know, gets the rest of the team to get their head in the game. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and they depend on him. They know that they can win if he's playing at his best. And so they want him 100% focused on basketball this season because they feel they can win a championship. And Chad is really the person who's like, He's he's the one right beside him, you know. He's he's the Scotty Pippen. Like he's trying to make sure that everything that the superstar needs is getting taken care of. But also he's um, trying to push him towards basketball and away from drama. And this kind of comes to a head early on when Chad and Troy both get detention from Miss Darbus, and so they're in the theater department and not at basketball practice and Troy's dad the coach gets pissed like he like he kind of goes off like it was really overboard and marches down to the drama department and pulls them out of there and he's really trying to push to them the importance of getting the scholarship and I don't know if he's like playing problematic decom dad bingo but he hits all of the points, like he is the most problematic dad up to this point. And, you know, he because his dad is so A1 about basketball, like he doesn't feel comfortable telling him about wanting to be in this musical, even though they're super close. So he has to sneak around and pursue this musical and this new karaoke girl, Gabriella. Oh, yeah. I imagine like in 2006, that would have been her screen name, her like aim name. Karaoke girl, right? <laughs> so, next scene 
is the auditions, which essentially feels like a very overdrawn montage. There are dozens of students who are auditioning for the musical, and like each one of them gets like way too much screen time. And it was just like not necessary. But Troy sneaks into the auditorium and he hides behind a cleaning cart and he's like seeing, he's like watching the tryouts. And like Gabriella stumbles in and she's like, hey, what are you doing here? And he's like, what are you doing here? And she's like, well, I was thinking maybe, hmm. But then like ultimately decided she didn't want to try out. And so Miss Darfus is like calling. She's like, last call, last call. And the only people that are there are, um, what's her name? Sharpay. I almost said like Shakira, but like Sharpay and Ryan are the only two that try out for the duet role. And so they think it's in the bag. And even though they did it in like this very over the top, like style, which was not how like the song was initially composed, but they like think that, oh, that's it. There's nobody saying that they're there to audition, so Miss Darfus, like, ends the auditions, and they go on stage because the composer of, of the musical, her name was Kelsey, she was, like, walking and she dropped all of her, like, music sheets, and then she's like, do you guys want to, like, hear how it was initially intended? And Troy and Gabrielle are like, yeah. And Troy's like, this is your musical. Like, you run this show. Like, tell us how you how you want it to be. And so she starts playing, and they're singing along. And it is, like, this instant, like, connection and feel-good feeling. And Miss Darfus sees them and is like, yeah, get a call back. And, yeah. Miss Darfus is just driven by the most dramatic thing that just happened. Yeah. Like, she has hard and fast rules until something more dramatic happens. And then the only rule is that the most dramatic thing that happened is the thing that we're going with. She reminds me of my, a few of my high school teachers, though. <laughs> For sure. You know the story of how I got kicked out of band. But, um... <laughs> but, yeah, so... Sharpay is pissed because she thought that her and Ryan had it in the bag. And... She is like, no, this isn't just bad for that. It's like disrupting the social status of the school, like the social hierarchy. And um, crazy they, things start happening. They, they, nurse, well, first of all, they break into start a song. break dancing. They break into a song. Uh, you know, Jack start baking cakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Girl starts stoners. Like, stoners start, dancing. you know, playing the cello. Oh yeah, it's it's insanity. <laughs> It's insanity. But it's that... What was that song? Basically, Breaking like, fall in line. Like, stop... Yeah, stick to the status quo. Stick stop to trying to be... Yeah. Stop breaking. trying to be uh, cool or bake or... Um, Just, like, stick to what you're known for. Just, yeah. And, like, keep everything in its perfect little box. And we must not disrupt or poke the system for yeah. fear that it wakes a sleeping giant. Exactly. <laughs> and so... Sharpay is... The, the boot of the mm-hmm. oppressor mm-hmm. within the school. Oh, gosh. Yeah, so Chad and um, Taylor, so the two besties, 
Chad is friends with Troy on the basketball team, and Taylor is like. So we haven't introduced Taylor yet. Yeah, we haven't introduced. Okay, let's take a second to back up and introduce Taylor. So Taylor is the uh, smartest girl in the school. Yes. And when Gabriella comes to the school, Taylor recognized is really impressed by Gabriella because Gabriella. She got that math question. She She corrected the teacher. Yeah, she got a math. Uh, or like, I don't even know if it was math. I think it might have been chemistry. Equation. It was 16 over pi. Yeah. But like got some <laughs> She's equation like, right. excuse me, 16 over pi? And the teacher's like, oh, how did you know? You, you, no way. Yeah. So <laughs> it's implied that Gabriella is a great student. And Taylor is the captain of the academic decathlon team. And Taylor is parallel to Troy's campaign to win a state championship in basketball, Gabriella wants to, I mean, excuse Taylor. me, Taylor would like to win a championship in the academic decathlon and believes that Gabriella is the final piece of the puzzle. Yeah. So that's Taylor. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad we stopped to describe her because she does play a critical we role. Have, we have to pull over. Yeah. Talk about Taylor. Now we're back on the road. Yeah, we're back on the road. We fueled up. Got our drinks. Yeah. Back on the road. So, yeah. Um, Chad and Taylor. So, they are not happy that this audition is happening. They are like, what? Like, they need to focus. They need to, like, now's the time where you need to, like, be so focused. And this is going to distract from that. Cause they get were your gonna, head in the game. Yeah, get your head in the game. Because they were going to do, like, after school drama practice. Like, I don't practicing before their next callback. I don't rehearsals? know. No, but it wasn't rehearsals because they were just practicing for the next round of auditions. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> yeah. So Chad tries to juggle. So excuse me. So Troy tries to juggle practicing for this musical and uh, uh, practicing for the basketball team, and he starts to fall behind, and Chad has an intervention and Chad gets the entire basketball team in front of Troy and he has the entire team history in front of Troy culminating with Troy's father who was the MVP and talking about how what all of these MVPs have in common is that they were focused on winning championships and not on little little stage plays, which, I mean, you know, slight homophobia, especially from Corbin Blue. I mean, you do stage plays now. Maybe we're getting a little too into it, but there was, we're going to talk about this. There's like some, yeah. Not so so subtle homophobia. homophobia. Yeah, not so subtle. Yeah, it's implied, but it's just the way that they talk about like athletics versus like drama in a way that's qualitative, that's it, it, like, makes it seem like it's feminine. It's... I don't know. Those are a lot of words. But... In any case, like, he says that... Chad says that Troy has to, you know, stay focused, keep his head in the game if he wants the Wildcats to win the championship. And meanwhile, Taylor is trying to convince Gabriella to join the uh, academic decathlon team and not join the drama club because they could win a championship and if she keeps her head in that in that game <laughs> there's a lot of heads in different <laughs> games that they could win 
while Gabriella is like not really feeling it, Taylor opens up her laptop and it's a live stream of a Chad. Live stream. A live How fucked stream. up is that? This and is, also, ha- this in 2006, how do they not know that there's a live stream happening? Wouldn't there yeah. need to be like a major webcam attached is, to your yeah, laptop? Yeah, he just went live. <laughs> this is this is 2006 going live, and so while uh, Chad was telling Troy to get focused, so while Taylor was trying to convince Gabrielle, excuse me, they live streamed to Chad trying to convince Troy. And Troy, who was trying to, you know, tell his team that he could really do this and that he cares about this more than anything, gets caught on camera saying that he doesn't care about Gabriella, that he doesn't care about the drama club, that the number one priority to him is trying to win a championship, and that he'll do anything for the team to win. And that's what he wants them to know. Uh, so Gabriella sees this. Of course, she's hurt. Taylor tries to quick, fast say like, "Hey, don't you want to join the decathlon team now that I broke you up with your boyfriend?" Uh, which was weird. But Gabriella is like, "Actually, no. I'm just gonna walk away from this whole situation for a second. And Troy runs into Gabriella, who you know he finds out saw this whole thing and he tries to apologize, but she she's not having it. She's like, "Talk to the hand." And Troy's dad sees them on the court trying to... No, they were, like, making up then. They were making up? Yeah. Yeah, she wasn't, like, talk to the hand. She was, like... That's when they both decided, like, hey, this is what we really want to do. Oh, shit. See, I... I think... I don't know. That is true. No, you're right. Maybe I'm wrong. So, Troy apologizes. The two shields are a little fuzzier on the edges, you guys. We were getting, we were like really fucking baked during this movie. It was so good. (laughs) It was a decal. We got the main plot points. So, anyway, they make up. They decide they're going to be a team. They're going to get these auditions. They're going to accomplish all of their goals, not any one of the three. And Troy's dad sees them getting along a little bit too much mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. gets to hating. Mm-hmm. And Troy's dad is the supreme hater and immediately goes over there and is just like, hey, hey, what are you doing over oh, by my son? Also, girl? it was like weird though how like they were like, weren't they like making out or something? They were about to When kiss. his dad came up and, and Troy is just like, yeah, I think any parent is going to be upset to see like their teenager macking with someone. Are you? Or just kind of like, I don't want to see this. I don't know. No, I thought his dad was wild creepy. Not even because like he didn't want to see his son macking because I don't think it was about that. Like he was just like... Okay, oh yeah, this, no, it wasn't oh, about this is the that. distraction. I'm saying, no, no, no. I'm saying like it was weird for Troy to be so cool about that, like just like macking in front of his dad and then being like, Duh. I mean, his dad is the one who cultivates a frat bro relationship with his son. That's and, true. And so, in any case, <laughs> Troy was. He said some really disrespectful things. Incredibly disrespectful things to his son. And so, anyway, Troy was. Talking to, you know, he was caking, you know, he was macking, he was putting his game down with Gabriella, and his dad pops up and is basically like, oh, oh, so this is the distraction. Hmm. Well, we have a championship to win, Miss Distraction Lady, so how about you leave my son alone? And Troy is just like, dude, what the fuck? And his dad just like doubles down on it, and he's just like, dude, 
what the fuck? And so she eventually leaves. They don't actually say what the fuck, by the way. It's he does It's still a decom. His, his face says, dude, what the fuck, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And face, uh, The face acting was real good in this. And Joy sticks up. He's just like, hey, he's not. she's not just any girl. And they want to do this together. And basically, Dad stopped being a whole bitch. So... Back to the the drama world, Sharpay and Ryan and Miss Darbus are moving to callback time, and uh, as the callbacks are starting, it's the same time as the basketball game because Sharpay and her hating ass was trying to make sure that they got their but, spot. Yeah, that Gabriella and Troy wouldn't be able to. Yeah, so Attend. if it was at the same time as the basketball game, which was also at the same time as the decathlon, which, I mean, come like, on. How many school how events, many events, events do they have in the same day, let alone within the same, like, couple of hours? Like, yeah. the callbacks, the basketball game, and the decathlon all in the same afternoon. Mm-hmm. And now, because of Hayden Nashar pay, the, <laughs> excuse me, the uh, auditions that both uh, Troy and Gabriella could have made it to are now impossible for them to make it to. However, they get some help from their friends, Taylor and Chad, who are now very sorry that they disrespected their friends by not giving them a chance to pursue their goals. And they conspire to shut off the lights in the basketball game. (laughs) It was such, like, a decom prank. Yeah. So they shut off the lights in the basketball game. Meanwhile, Taylor and Gabriella win the decathlon in record time. And everybody gets uh, let out to the uh, auditions where, even though they are late Miraculously, the lights are working in Yeah, and no one tries to get the game back going. They're just like, no, we're just going to do this. But they, um, Miss Darbus, who again, like, tries to say that they can't compete because they were late, like, sees everyone file into the stadium, file into the auditorium for the auditions, and she's just like, fucking all out, because she's a dramatic, a dramatic person. And, and Troy and Gabriella do a beautiful rendition beautiful. Of, of the school song. Uh, of the excuse me, school song <laughs> of the the musical uh, duo song, it's even better than Sharpay and Ryan. Obviously, and it was weird, so beautiful. Version. I was like crying. <laughs> uh, and obviously, they get the roles. They they go back they go back to the basketball to the game. basketball game and. Troy hits the game-winning shot. Of course. Because he's the playmaker, baby. Playmakers got to make plays. And, uh, you know, they do one more dance number because it is a musical, so it's delivering on the musical. Oh, yeah. The musical numbers. And, you know, that's where we leave it, you know. Happy ending. Everything that is good does happen. Everything that's good that can't happen does happen. We're all in this together. Even even the problematic dad kind of has a moment where he's like, wow, you can really sing, you know? So, Mm -hmm. yeah. High School Musical. We were high. I was not in school when I saw this. This is the first time that I've seen this before. What? But I didn't like I didn't know that. Yeah, it was the first time I've watched this reading that. Oh, wow. 
boom, look at you, open your third eye. Yeah, I I was like a big fan of this. I wanted to look at the um the song names, but yeah, I was a big fan of this movie in high school. In fact, one of my friends in high school got me the CD to the High School Musical soundtrack. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Not new to this, true to this. Yes. I was like, I knew all of the songs. I was like, this is incredible. So, I want to talk about some takeaways. And I want to start with... We're going to, like, do some probing questions. We're going to... I think I want to start, though, with, you know, appreciating how great Ashley Tisdale was in this movie. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, for all of the semi-famous people in this movie, I feel like she should have gotten a lot more shine off of it. Because she was acting her ass off. Yeah, did we go through the list of... I don't know if we did, like, the who was who. So... Obviously, I'm assuming that you've seen or heard of High School Musical. Yeah, okay, that's right. Most people know this one. If you're watching this or live in America. But the the lead actors, Troy was played by uh, Zac Zac Efron. Efron. This was his first big role. This was 14 Mm -hmm. years ago. So a much younger Zac Efron. Uh, Vanessa Hudgens, Mm -hmm. also in her first major league role in a Disney movie at least. Uh, Ashley Tisdale, mm-hmm. who did a lot of other Disney stuff, but mostly mostly just Disney stuff. And what are any Corbin other? Blue? Corbin Blue, Corbin Blue, of course, who had a moment where he was like famous, famous because of how successful High School Musical was. Yeah. Uh, so like we had a lot of like people who launched into big careers after this movie. Yeah. I would say, like, two people who are, like, legit, like, career famous. careers, famous, and then a bunch of people who, I mean, like, are still working to this day, so definitely the start of a big franchise that, you would know, Would you say the start of something new? The start of something new? Obviously the start of something new. <laughs> Not only was it... Did you get this, that pun? The start of something new, yes. <laughs> But it was, it was a crossover. It was a decom that... That the third edition of had a major motion picture release. So yeah, in the, the theaters. Yeah, High School Musical was a BFD, a big fucking deal, as they say. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about, let's go into some of these leading questions. Yeah. So our first leading question, we're going to, we wanted to shake up this last little piece tonight because we just had so much fun watching it. Um, and we don't really have filler for this episode. We have a lot to talk about. So, KK, first leading question. Are musicals considered moments of montage? So, we kind of had a little debate about this, and I think that... I wanted to save it for the pot. I was like, I think this. that if you're watching a musical... Mm-hmm. So, first of all, when I think of moments of montage, I think of pl- things that are like, do not drive the plot, Right. Like, this is a scene or a combination of scenes that are really like a substitute for more dialogue or for more meaningful ways to develop character growth. It really is just like runtime filler and Mm -hmm. like ambiance building or like world building in a lot of senses, but most of the time, if it's a montage, it's just like a way to pass time quickly. Yes. 
well, without having to put in any work, right? Well, and yeah, I, like, without having dialogue. to put in any work to like forward the plot. Yeah. However, I think in a musical, musical numbers are categorically different because musical numbers in a musical are meant to forward the plot. Yeah. And, and a lot of times, like, are where, like, the pivot or, like, the conflict or something in the plot is driven or resolved. Yeah. In a musical number. You're not wrong. I actually, like, hearing you explain it that way makes a lot of sense. And the, I think, like, what made me think of this question, though, is that, like, because of the musical pieces in this movie, there wasn't any montages. I felt there like... There were very few. I don't think there was a single montage. The well, only I thing that I was considered yeah. a montage was the audition. Yeah, because it didn't need to be that long. It was, it was like singing parts, but it was just like random people singing badly. And like, you know, so each person had like a few lines and it was, they were all the same lines. And so that's the only thing that I was like, maybe that would be considered a montage. But that also did lead to like helped the plot because it showed that like really the only serious people auditioning were Sharpay and Ryan. Yeah. I just I, I end up feeling that like that scene while the scene as a whole for the plot, it was something where the runtime of that scene as a whole was extended to the point where I would say it's a montage. Yeah. Because I feel like it, it could have like served its purpose and cut it in, a and condensed cut in half. Yeah. yeah. And it and served the same purpose. Because really all we needed to see was Sharpay and Ryan and then also like that other people did audition and that they were bad. Like mm-hmm. we didn't need to see like thirty seconds of like four different people. <laughs> well I mean I'm just saying it's No like, no no, like, yeah, who are all just singing badly and off note. And the same song badly yeah. and off note. <laughs> but yeah, so I I just thought that was like an interesting thing then that, that, that there wasn't really montage like a true montage in this movie yeah and and honestly for a movie that had a runtime of an hour and 40 minutes it did not feel long no not like at all. some of the decoms were like okay this is boring like we can get up and get a snack and like yeah. not pause the movie yeah. like this was like tight yeah no it was it was a tight plot mm-hmm. i feel like some of the movies that i would suggest you watch if you're looking for something that's like more of like a bang bang plot and, and like more of like a movie that you yeah smart house yeah like those kind but of this one was the best a lot this, this one, one was i so are we just gonna jump right into it then no we had we had a couple other talking points okay yeah yeah, yeah. sorry so <laughs> you wanted to comment on how the high school had a surprising amount of diversity yeah so I just felt like for for being like a school in Albuquerque, I've never been to New Mexico. So like this is a completely ignorant state- statement that I'm making. But like there is so much diversity in this high school compared to the fact that we've seen like next to no diversity in all other DCOMs. Like a few years before. Yeah. And like there's always been like one black person who like char- whose character like doesn't have a name. Maybe in Read It and Weep, one of her friends was black, right? Yeah, but I think just one. But, like, yeah. So there's always, like, one black character. And, like, and and that's, like, the extent of the diversity. This, this decomp, like, showed people that had 
you know, just looked like a very diverse school. Like, there were a significant number of, like, minority students. Which was, like, wow, Disney. Like... We learned when we were past mistakes. Mm-hmm. And, and I really think, like, saying with this movie, like, this is a step in a different direction. Absolutely. Like, we're, we're changing a lot about DCOMs in this moment. I, I mean, they did, and I feel mm-hmm. like it paid dividends. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I feel like a lot of things kind of shifted with this, to the ground shifted underneath it. It was a... And, and I do think, that. like, that representation is what a lot of schools in America look like. Yeah. Just, like, very diverse. Yeah. And so, it was cool to see that. There were so... There were so many choreographed dances. Oh, my gosh. There was... Like, an intense... So, in, like, Gotta Kick It Up and Cadet Kelly were, like, the two um, decoms that we've seen that had, like, a good amount of choreography in it. And this had the most. Because it was, like, huge numbers. Like, each song had accompanying choreography. And it was, like, all done very well. Yeah. Like, very well. Like, they they were actually dancing. Yeah. <laughs> Not, like, splitting scenes so rapidly that it looks like dancing. <laughs> Which is what we saw in Cadet Kelly. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, they were... They weren't singing, singing, but... The, the singing parts were terrible. In this movie, I feel like the only song that I didn't like was um when there was me and you that gabriella sings i have like the song list in front of me but um yeah that's the one where she's like singing and just like looking into the camera and like touching her belly in a weird way and like wearing a belt like practically around like her knees <laughs> yeah you know it's she was just like 2000 it was very like valid Walk with like your denim very jeans Avril on, Lavigne. your hands in your pockets, like like preppy Avril Lavigne. You know, with your shoulders really high, like you know, everything is just like really tough right now, and you're just really tense, and you don't want to really talk about it. But you know, like I don't know if people understand, but I don't want them to understand with me right now. I just want to be sad. Yeah, like that's the vibe it was. Yeah, she would just want to be sad, and so that's the only like. um song that didn't have like a dance to it but yeah so there was a lot of choreography which just i i just wanted to point out like really upped the production value and speaking of production value i feel like from the dancing from the amount of like set pieces or the amount, and i was gonna say like the amount of up-and-coming stars yeah the like this wasn't like, low budget stars and like Really, the investment to, like, get these songs over, like, it really felt like... Market it. They marketed this one like no other. Yeah, like, they really knew that they had a hit on their hands, or felt like they had a hit on their hands, and they were going to, you know, put everything they could behind it, and, yeah, I, I feel like they knocked it out of the park. The only thing that they included, which is always unnecessary... And even in a movie that they were trying to be progressive with, they still managed to include a problematic dad. And so let's not forget. And the most problematic <laughs> dad yet. <laughs> My God. Like, yo, the way that he reacted when he found out that they had had detention was like, he looked like he was legit going to like punch a kid He looked like he was having, ro- like, roid rage. Yeah. You know how, like, people that have, like, took steroids get, like, rage fits? Yeah. 
Yeah, so I don't know, like, if that's just, like, the natural energy of that guy or if the school wanted, or, excuse me, the stage direction just wanted him to give off that energy, but... He, he nailed like, it. Yeah, he nailed it. He looked like he was like, I'm only happy when my son is playing basketball well. If he is having a bad game, I am ready to throw a chair across the room. Yeah. But yeah. otherwise, great production value. Yeah, like, yeah. So good. So good. Also worth pointing out that, like, the the valedictorian, like, super smart academic person is, like, a black girl. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that they got a lot of things right in this movie. They tried. They tried. They, they tried. gave it. They gave it a good try. They gave it a good puff. <laughs> I gave it a good puff. We both gave this. Do we both give it a double puff? I gave it two puffs up. So good, you guys. Please watch this decom. It it was like a the little bit of light that we needed this week. It was yeah. perfect and. And watch it with friends, you know. Yeah. Don't it was don't so meet much fun. socially, but you know, just like have a watch party, watch you know High School Musical with your friends, and you know just uh, have a good time. Turn up. Mm-hmm. You know, get your head in the game. I'm gonna say that until Wiggle stops laughing when I say. No, it's it's amazing. I mean, you can say it about so many things. Just get your get your head in the game. <laughs> also, yeah, I mean, like listen to the soundtrack for this movie. If you don't have like a, a Disney Plus subscription and you can't watch it, um, then at least listen to the soundtrack because it really like brings back those nostalgia memories at least for me because i watched it in high school i know you didn't but and I didn't. this is the first time i've watched it yeah and you loved it i did so yeah held up well in 2020 it had a great plot point we both gave it a double puff we hope you do too um and thank you so much for supporting us yeah thank you so much so before we sign off i'm just gonna say a little message uh there's uh, a lot of stuff going on in the world today with the protests of, against racial injustice and police brutality. And you know, obviously the, the COVID crisis has still been, you know, ravaging us as well. And, you know, I didn't want to go, like, let the week pass and not say anything and, you know, go through it or go through this moment or listen to myself going through this moment and feel like, I didn't at least acknowledge you know, what's going on. So I just want everybody who's listening to this to you know make sure that they're taking care of themselves, taking care of their mental health, uh, you know, taking care of their loved ones, telling their loved ones that they love them, letting them hear that that you that you love them, and you know just you know remember to have some common sense and empathy when when we're making these decisions or we're viewing these things because I feel like if we really look at each other as equals and we really feel that the harm of somebody else is my harm it could befall me or befall the people that I care about I think it's pretty clear that you know we need to stand with the people saying black lives matter because they haven't in the Mm -hmm. same way that other people's have Mm -hmm. so yeah, I just want us all to, you know, have a good week, 
you know, use if this podcast if it's your little oasis to have a good time, do that. But, you know, just know that we stand in solidarity with all the people mm-hmm. fighting for freedom, fighting for justice, uh, fighting for equality. And, uh, and like, don't let <clears throat> anyone tell you how to fight. Don't let anyone tell don't you. Don't let anyone fight. tell you how to fight. Like, I, I want to, like, just point that out that like when we say black lives matter we don't mean only in this perfect picture perfect white supremacist way like no black lives matter and they can express that however they want so with that said i'm kk and i'm wiggles this is Mickey Mouse Greenhouse. We appreciate you. We love you. We appreciate you. We love you. Stay safe. Drink water. Donate $5 to Wikipedia. And to like matter. $5 to anyone else who you can and donate $5 five, to right And now. $25 to Minnesota Freedom Fund. I know that there's been like a lot of... Um, I think that Minnesota Freedom Fund um, actually said that they were like good on donations right now. And so if you go to their page, I don't know the other organizations that they're suggesting you donate to instead, but if you go to Minnesota Freedom Fund's page, they're asking you um, to direct your donations to other um, organizations in their area who are doing similar work. So yeah, donate, stay safe, wear a mask out here. Yeah. We love you. Bye.